And now for the major announcement. Da, 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 da. Oh, Marcus, for years, listeners have been urging with us, pleading with us, begging us to run Wellness and Couch events in their own hometown and not just in Melbourne. Well, get ready, folks, because in 2018, there's not one, not two, but three major events coming your way. The Wellness Base Camp is our brand new one-day event featuring your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters in your very own home state. In 2018, we are coming to Brisbane, Adelaide and Kiama, just south of Sydney, for one inspirational day of health and wellness. Oh, incredible lineups to MP. We've got the Up for Chatters, we've got Joe Witten, we've got Fuad, we've got Kale Brock, Audra Starkey, the incredible Marcus Pierce, Brett Hill, and so many more. Now, seats are strictly limited to these events. The Wellness Base Camp is not a big Wellness Summit 1,000 people job, so do not muck around. No, you've got to get in quick, MP. The early bird two-for-one tickets are now available. Best Christmas present ever. To book your tickets and for all the information, head to thewellnessbasecamp.com. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. Hey, Brett, this episode's brought to you by Forage. Forage. Love my Forage cereal, Damo. My Forage Paleo with uh, such a great way to start the day. I make my little homemade almond meal, uh, almond milk, I should say. I put some uh, strawberries on it. It's yum. beautiful. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, I love Forage. Um, I created it with your health in mind, and obviously I created Paleo because you told me to. And uh, so <laughs> thank you so much for that. But this episode is brought to you by Forage. It's a great tasting, incredibly healthy, no added nasty muesli range that uh, I created to help you stay well. So if you want to see more about it, go to www.foragecereal.com. Hi, this is Damien. Hi, this is Brett. G'day, Brett. How are you? Good, Damien. How are you, mate? Great, mate. It was nice to celebrate with you on the weekend, big guy. It's lovely, wasn't it? A big weekend. Engagement party for me. Birthday for you. 52. Congratulations, yeah, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's good to be, it's good to be 52 and <laughs> to look no older than 44, so that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, how about that? You'll keep, you'll keep that up. Hey, speaking of defying the aging process, um, this interview's quite cool, isn't it? Oh, mate, you know that I'm a big fan of Byron Katie. She, I think she's amazing, and I get a bit mesmerized every time she talks, and I just kind of hang off every word. So yeah, you're a hopefully I'll get some decent questions gaga. out, but, uh, but I loved it. I think she's amazing. Yeah, I really enjoyed her. You know, I, like, I don't think I'm into lots of the kind of kooky, the kooky wacky stuff that, you know, some people can get into. I'm definitely not into all of that. And I'm definitely not going to say that Byron Katie is that. But what I really learned from Byron Katie was to really just check in with myself. And, and that was really nice. And there's a lot of little lessons all the way through this particular podcast. When I told my mum that I interviewed her, she was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then there's a few practice members that I, you know, said that I'd, I'd you know, interviewed her. And they got, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. So I thought, jeepers, maybe I should have, um, you know, really explored who Byron Katie really is. So I went back to listen to the podcast and I've actually learned a lot just listening to the podcast. So I know that people will really enjoy this podcast. I think everyone's going to love this one. Let's get into it, Damo. All right, mate. Hold tight. Hey, Brett. Hey, Damo. How are you, mate? Very well, mate. You sound a little bit sleepy, I have to say. Yeah, it's nice and early in the morning here. We're uh, just just gotten up, <laughs> just gotten up. Still on PJs. All budgies up at all. You know? <laughs> oh, mate, the birds are loud here. I'm surprised you can't hear them in the background. Can't it's great. Them. Can't hear them. 
Mate, it's a beautiful day. Um, you keep sharing yes. weather with us, which is beautiful. Thanks for doing that. Um, Melbourne's always better when Adelaide's sharing the weather, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, exciting exciting interview today, mate. I'm looking forward to today. We've got, a great, we've got a great one today, mate. Definitely worth getting up for. One of my favourite people. Um, I don't actually know her personally, but I feel like I know her personally because I've done so much of her stuff and read so much of her stuff, and it's amazing. Um She's the author of Loving What Is. Um, she's the creator of something called The Work, which I've done a lot of. Um, and uh, she's got a new book now called The Mind at Home with Itself. And I can't wait to talk to her about it. Uh, so welcome to the show, Byron Katie. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Oh, it's very exciting, Katie. I'm so excited. I, you know, I was I follow you on social media, and I saw that you had oh, a new good. book coming out, and I was like, oh, a new book! I can't believe it. I, I actually just looked up the uh, loving what is. I can't believe you wrote that 14 years ago. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear about your new book. So tell us. You know, it's been a little while. I think it's been a year or two since we interviewed. Well, since I interviewed you last on the Wellness Guys. So what have you been up to since then? Well, you know, um, just moving the work. I know my job. My job is to move inquiry in the world and to uh, invite people to it. And and I don't ever expect people to um, to inquire, do the work. But um, uh, I know my job is just to make it available to as many people as possible, just so people know it exists, that there is a way to um, to identify the thoughts that are causing such suffering and uh, and to identify and question them and it's a um, powerful process of meditation. It sounds fascinating, Katie. I um I, I I'll be honest. I've shied away from meditation in the past because it um it. It, it stresses me out the thought of it, um, which is kind of ironic, you know. Like it just if I if I'm to spend an hour doing nothing. Well, I think you're being honest. I think it stresses a lot of people out if they were to be honest about it. It's like sitting there in this head. I don't think so. Yeah, you know? that's it. It's so it's a really strange. It's not strange. I just have I haven't got into it yet. I love the practice of yoga. I love the practice of like I love fishing, for example, and I also love golf. Yeah. And in, in many well, of those, see, so if you love fishing. You're a natural meditator. <laughs> well, it's true because I can sit there for hours doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, that's it. But, and think it. it feels like I'm thinking of nothing as well. Go to that nothing space. Uh-huh. I'm interested at the moment. There's a lot of uh, negativity in the world. There's a lot of um, conflict in the world. And a lot of people are scared. We've got this younger generation coming through just kind of knowing, you know, of poor behavior by our leaders. Um, and and that's, that's kind of what they see. Um, we've got a... a, a a space in healthcare in Australia where it's discouraged to go and um, seek the help from people who are into complementary and alternative medicine. In fact, the government only recently legislated that you could now no longer use your health insurance to help pay for some of these services um, and in, in favour of drugs and surgery here in Australia. Um, and there's, this wow. really, there's a really big movement um, away from keeping people well. Uh, what what do you think that's doing to the psyche of the world? Is is that really is is that affecting us? Well, you know, um, in my world, when I when I see things um, like this happening, I I see it immediately as a push to better mental health. Like if they removed all of our doctors and our medicine um, of any of of any kind, what would we do? 
you know, if if I am if I am ill, lying on my deathbed, am I happy? Oh, you know, if great, and, and can yeah. can can I can I keep a you know a balanced? Can I love my life sick or well? You know, that's that's that sounds like a very tall order, but it is possible. Okay, it's possible because it's my experience. So I know if I can do it. Anyone can do it, and it's just a matter of, of, of um, noticing what I'm thinking and believing anytime I'm stressed out, and then questioning what I'm thinking and believing. But I see these things as a push, a, a push to enlightenment, a push to find freedom that is not dependent on even medicine when we're sick. And that doesn't mean we won't take medicine. It's just that our happiness, our balance doesn't depend on it. And again, I realize that sounds like a tall order, um, but actually it's not an order. You know, no one has to question what they're believing, but it's, there certainly is a lot of suffering until we do. But I see I see every negative in, in my life as a push to take me on away from being dependent on any outside source and a way of taking care of myself. And if that means um, alternative medicine or medicine, um, if it's not available, I've got me. Uh, it's such a fascinating perspective, as always, uh, Katie. You've just turned the question right around, which is yeah, fascinating the way you do that. And uh, I guess what you're saying is it's about focusing on, um, you know, less on the external world, which we can't control, and, and more on the internal world, which we can control. Yes, and, 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 and that is wisdom. It takes wisdom to move us from that, that dependency, uh, that outside dependency into where the wisdom is. And in that, we can be very powerful. Um, we can be a real power in the world on, when it comes to ways of, of making change. And it doesn't have to be a war to make change. It, you know, we can, we can make change out of a more balanced mind. So for people wanting to make change and, and you know, balanced mind, I guess, is by the sound of it, the topic of your new book, you know, a mind at home with itself. Um, you know, tell us a little bit how we achieve that, that balanced mind, because it seems like, um, you know, many people in our society at the moment are, are very much at war with their own mind and, and seemingly battling with their own mind. And, um, you know, how do we become more at peace with that, more at peace with our thoughts? Well, for example, um, they're taking um, they're taking my choice of medicine away. Is it true? Can I absolutely know that it's true? And then I contemplate that. You know, and as as uh, many people would say, I meditate on that. I contemplate that question, and I get really still in it. I consider it. It's respectful to consider such a powerful question. And then I notice how I react when I believe the thought, they're taking my medicine away. And, and I notice how all of a sudden they become an enemy. And now I've got an enemy in my life. 
And I notice that when I believe the thought, not only do I have an enemy, but I begin to see images in my head. I see images of a future where, where I'm sick and I'm there's no help for me. And next they're going to take our insurance away completely and I won't be able to get in. I see these images of the future. It's how I react when I believe the thought and then all the emotions as I sit in what I'm witnessing as I continue to meditate on on the thought they're going to take my medicine away from me. So then I notice who would I be? Who am I? Who would I be without the thought they're going to take my medicine away? And then I oh I, I, I notice that space and I see that right now I'm well. I'm as well as I can be. And I become grateful and I begin to notice that it was the thought that was bringing this, this, this lack of wellness to my mind, all this upset, and that without the thought, I'm okay. And, and then I turn it around. You know, I find an opposite. They're going to take all my medicine away from me. They're not going to take my medicine away from me. And I contemplate that. Well, you know, it could happen. It hasn't happened yet. Or let's say it has happened. Well, I wouldn't be questioning that if it had happened yet. But you know, I, I notice that they have not taken it away yet. That, you know, and now I can begin to to consider if I have um, if I have something an il an illness where these things are really required, I begin to do a lot of research. You know, I'm I'm I've just lost my dependence, and I'm into some wisdom now. And I'm, I'm this is where my mind in this balance is where my mind can be creative, and it's done for me. I'm not even trying to do it. It's a given. It's that power of getting still and just witnessing what is there without my story and turned around. They're not going to take it away. So I'm going to take it away from me. Okay, so where is it that I, um, where is it that I take it away from me anyway? You know, that means maybe I get a prescription filled before they do. Maybe I, you know, there, there are all kinds of alternatives there when we get still in it. It's a really, and, um, uh, it's, it's, I'll, as you were speaking there, I'm sorry to cut you off there, Katie, I didn't mean to, I actually wasn't sure if you were continuing or not, but I, I, what I was thinking there as you were telling that, as you were sharing that, was a real calm, I was feeling this calm in my body, and I know that if people are, are driving or running at the moment, then they'll also feel that, because you literally do ask yourself those questions, and, 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 and in many situations, and most people are challenged with something or other. Um, in life, uh, whether it be family or friends or school, um, religion, health, what, whatever it is, people are challenged by something at the moment. Um, the process of actually sitting still with whatever it is that you're challenged with, uh, I've never done that before, like you just took me through that. And I mean, look at I, and I know people like Bruce Lipton and John Martini who would would say to me, Damien, why haven't you done that before? <laughs> you know, I feel a little bit silly because the process that you just took me through just then just seemed so easy and just seemed so natural and it was 
very calming. Is this a sort of thing that on a global scale we could see roll out? Or is this the sort of thing that it's going to take individuals to kind of do? What, what, what's your passion? What are you hoping to achieve? Because that, it's a beautiful way to acknowledge that there is stress and anxiety, um, and, but it can, be, it can be shifted and turned around. A balanced mind that fears nothing. A mind that fears no one or nothing. Nice. A mind that lives in a state of, of um, balance that's open. There Again, that word dependency, it's not dependent on anything. It is, um, you know, there are terms for it, like connected. And, and also it occurs to me in, in, in that last inquiry we were doing, um, they're not going to take my drugs away from me. How, what a creative mind can do with that. And then another turnaround, I'm going to take my drugs away from me. You know, that's very powerful to sit in. But what occurs to me is that how can I help other people that are in fear of losing their drugs and uh, how can I make a difference? And um, finding solutions, if I can find solutions for me, I benefit on, on who knows how much of the population. It's worth really, you know, this, this really self-help inquiry. The, the work is really about self-help. And so, Katie, for people who want to do that, and perhaps even for Damo, as we're talking through here, um, you know, you do have, you know, the work available where people can, um, you know, buy your book and and listen to your audio program, um, but also they can download the worksheets. I, I believe they can still do that. I know I've done that previously from your website um, and actually go through that process you've just spoken about and actually go through those questions and fill it out on a worksheet. Can you tell people about how they can do that, how they can find out more about that inquiry and how they can get those worksheets and fill it out um, in order to, to do this self-inquiry for themselves? They can go to thework.com or byronkatie.com and they can go to, uh, on, on the homepage, it says um, how to do the work and they can click that and it's all there, 100% free and, and you can download a worksheet. You don't have to sign up for a newsletter, nothing. I make it just absolutely as simple as possible just to download it and then there's a one belief at a time worksheet they can download there's an emotions list all kinds of options there are certified facilitators that they can contact i have a helpline that is 100 free we don't ask your name or where you're from we just support you to fill in a worksheet or to work the worksheet that you already have filled in and directions for everything is there everything is there to make it as easy as possible for free for people to find their own internal medicine that is just waiting to to be you know just waiting for an invitation and inquiry is an invitation to that internal wisdom that just you know we override like how do i react when i think the thought they're moving they're they're taking my medicine away from me you know they are an enemy basically you know i become frightened and they've got the power and i don't and and um and you know i i experience all of that and it's an i we make ourselves sick with it it's a really interesting um, perspective too, Katie, 
Um, I, I, you kind of I ref, you reflect on the wellness industry um, as it is at the moment, whether it be in the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the UK. You know, all of us have kind of created a. Well, I, I, I feel like the wellness guys are trying not to create that, but there is certainly um, a space that exists where people feel very dependent on uh, somebody who can provide the information. Um, who can lead them on a journey, who can prescribe them the right um, supplements or give them the right diet or tell them to do what sort of exercise. There's almost like there's been a, um, an over-surrendering um, of, the, of the human body to the power of somebody else's thought uh, in that the, the person who they're believing in is going to lead them down the path of health and wellness as long as they follow everything that they say. I, I, is has this always been the case in the world? Is this a human trait that people would surrender and give of themselves everything, like all of their power, all of their? Yes, yes. Yeah. If we don't, we don't trust our, we don't trust ourselves. So we we look around uh, to other people and and think that they know more than we know. And when it comes to some topics like medicine, just about everyone knows more than I know about it. But um, ultimately, I care about my mental health. Now, let me so let me key. ask Yeah, and let me ask you too, if you had to make a choice, you had to make a choice, and for your listeners, I want my body to be Beautiful. I want my body to be healthy and beautiful and um, and flexible. Okay, we'll we'll choose those three. I want my body to be young, <laughs> healthy, beautiful, and flexible. Yes. Okay. And you have, or I want my thoughts, my thinking, my mind to be young and healthy and beautiful and flexible. Which would you choose? I uh, I would. Personally, definitely choose my mind um, okay, because I'm so definitely going to get older and I'm going to lose my, my flexibility. Could shift and change as things change. But if my mind remains flexible, that's a that's a great way to be. But you know, but consider it young and beautiful as healthy and and flexible as you are. Would you prefer that to I want my thinking, my thoughts to be young and healthy and beautiful and flexible? Can you have both? No. Wow. Choose it. <laughs> All right. See, see, I think I think about that, and I think I would, given the choice between the two, I would choose the mental side of things. But, but I also think that you know it's a very reductionist way of thinking about the body. That I don't think you can have one without the other. Yeah. You know, I think you need to understand that the body is a is an ecosystem, and that they work together and and interdependent of each other. And, um, so it's, and so it's an interesting have, choice. If, but it is. And if we if we have to make a choice, I find that people want their mind to be young, healthy, beautiful, and flexible. And yeah. in that, we make intelligent choices. Choices yeah. that are that aren't coming from fear, but coming from a um, um, again wisdom and a um um, a balanced mind. Mm. Yeah, well, that was kind of going to be my next question, Katie. Was I was, I was going to follow into that and say, you know, this idea of inquiry and getting present with what's going on, you know, does that allow us then to, uh, yeah, make more informed choices? You know, is health an innate thing where if we are 
free from those thoughts and those fears, uh, is it then an innate thing that we're able to make better choices and, and get better health and well-being? Or is it the case that if we get free from those thoughts, then it doesn't matter whether we've got good health when, or well-being? When we are free of, of fearful thinking, our thoughts, our our choices are radically different. I mean, when you're insane, look at the choices you make. And when you're when when you're when you're not fearful, look at the choices you make. It's radically different. That's a great point. So the clarity of mind and the speci- and, and probably not even specific specificity is a hard word to get out. The clarity of mind. Um, and the Just naturally, to, we, we, we naturally, we, we naturally make uh, same choices. Mm. You know, uh, if, if you look at yeah. if you look at people, you know, they they want to change the diet, but they just don't have the strength, and they haven't had um, uh, sugar in a year, and and then they do, and then they feel guilty. You know, just yeah. you know, it's it's um, it's it's if if you look at the thoughts you were thinking in the moment you made the choice. And um, it makes sense that you didn't have a choice when you consider the thoughts that you were thinking and believing in the moment. So a clear mind doesn't have that kind of, um, um, oh, we could say a balanced mind, doesn't have, it, it's just clear about its choices. There's no internal war. And, and that is what this book, A Mind at Home with Itself, is all about. A mind at home with itself isn't doing war, should I, shouldn't I? So, I'm 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 still I'm I'm a little bit back there, Katie, because I, I was loving I was I'm still loving where this is all going, and I'm loving the idea that in your book you're going to help people. Um, the, the whole peace thing appears to be the absence of um, objection. So we we might be about to make a decision, we kind of counter that decision with the other reasons why we might not make that decision. Uh, and and that that in itself creates conflict. And is that yeah, what you're saying? It, yeah, it's a fearful state of mind. Yeah. So we're looking at this versus that, and that conflict um, kind of almost disables us and, and puts us in a space where it's difficult for us to move forward. And and what you're suggesting is that once we're still enough in our mind and and quiet enough in our mind, then uh, and, and calm enough and at peace enough in our mind, then everything will will start to sort itself out. Is that is that where we're going with this? We make saner choices, kinder, saner choices nice. that benefit the, even the people around us. Nice. So like a ripple effect, we're going to be like the butterfly effect or, you know, a, a pebble in the pond. As we start to make better, more sane choices, um, that will yeah, affect it, our community. It does. I love and that. is it also the case, Katie, that not only are we making better choices, but we're also more okay with our choices? Oh, we're really okay with them because they make sense. They're not crazy. They're not hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, for people then that, that does, you know, I think the word you've used numerous times is peace. And and I think whenever I hear you speak, I just get that sense of peace, Katie, because you just, yeah. you just emanate that. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I think it's a, it's a great example of that ripple effect that you're talking about is, is how that, that inner peace can just uh, project out to other people. And, and people will be listening to this interview, I know, and hearing you and mm-hmm. thinking, she sounds peaceful. You know, I, I wish I felt as peaceful on the inside as she sounds <laughs> on the outside. Yeah, um, and it's so, really great. so for those people, um, you know, what can they expect when they pick up your book? You know, a mind at home with itself. Mm-hmm. 
how is it different from Loving What Is, for example? Well, um, Stephen, um, Stephen Mitchell, my husband, uh, translated the Diamond Sutra. He says he translated it because it was difficult for even Buddhists to read and to understand and, you know, complicated. So he wanted it to, he wanted it to be understanding. It's considered the most, um, 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 like the most valuable text in Buddhism. And, uh, and I may have that wrong. The word wasn't valuable. It was sacred texts in Buddhism. So, um, so he translated it. And, and then he would read one chapter at a time to me and ask for um, my experience to, to, to the chapter he just read and how, that, how I experienced that in my everyday life. And so as he would read each chapter, um, he, I would respond to it. And that's a mind at home with itself. The Diamond Sutra is the Buddha with his student. And the student asks questions and the Buddha answers the question. And it's so powerful, they they say that a, a woodcutter, I think I have this right, a, a woodcutter was walking by an open window and could hear a man um uh, reciting the Diamond Sutra, and he became free of all suffering. And just hearing, and then there was a phrase, a particular phrase that, that he heard that's also in the book. But um, that's a mind at home with itself. And um, it was, it's it's an incredible, uh, it's an incredible thing, the Diamond Sutra. And, or I, I found it so. And then responding to it, I'm hearing that it really is radically uh, shifting the way people see things for the good. And so um, it's it's a it's a book that's just come out, and um, it's it has very high acclaim. And I I hope that um, that it's an, a a book that serves um, you know each reader in one way or another. But that's um uh, that's you know I guess that's that's about what I can say. I think people are going to love it. I think people will love it. If, if, and I'm sure this will be the case because Brett's spoken so highly of you, Katie, um, having read Loving What Is. Um, I, I know that when I get a copy of A Mind at Home with itself, I'm going to read it and I'm going to listen to you telling me the story. I can't wait for that and uh, that's going to be great. Um, Katie, it's been great to have you on our show today on The Wellness Guys. Um, for anybody who wants to get more information, I think most people listening to this will want some more information. And for, to get access to the worksheets, go to thework.com or byronkatie.com and you can get all that information. As Katie mentioned before, it's all free. You don't even have to leave your name, your email address. You don't have to give her a five-star rating or anything. You can just go get it from her, and, and she's sharing it. So it's not like you're stealing it. She's sharing it with you, you know, openly. So go Absolutely. for gold. Mm, thank you so much, Katie. It's been beautiful to have you're, you on our show. You're welcome. And I'd like to – could I say one more thing? Of course. I think that I have misled people when I said, you know, that that a clear mind makes uh, sane choices. It's true, but I could add something to that. Okay. When it makes a choice because it's not informed, and because we were talking about medicine and alternative medicine, when it makes a choice and it's not in, informed, 
there's no guilt. It learns from it and it just moves on without that internal war. Why did I do it? Why didn't I study? Why didn't I this or that? So uh, I certainly wanted to add that. So uh, I wouldn't ever want to mislead someone. So, okay, you two, you are live wires. I love my time with you. And thanks for getting up so early. (laughs) Thanks, Katie. Thank you so much, Katie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes. Please head to facebook.com forward slash thewellnessguys and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au. And to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on The Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.